is a fact that no one in all the world except Beni Aru had ever, up to the time this story begins, been able to pronounce Piers Aquixel the right way. So I think it is safe to give it to you. It might be well, however, in reading this story aloud, to be careful not to pronounce Piers Aquixel the proper way, and thus avoid all danger of the secret being able to work mischief. Bini Aru, having discovered the secret of instant transformation, which required no tools or powders or other chemicals or herbs and always worked perfectly, was reluctant to have such a wonderful discovery entirely unknown or lost to all human knowledge. He decided not to use it again, since Ozma had forbidden him to do so, but he reflected that Ozma was a girl and sometime might change her mind and allow her subjects to practice magic, in which case Beniaru would again transform himself and others at will, unless, of course, he forgot how to pronounce Piers Aquixel in the meantime. After giving the matter careful thought, he decided to write the word and how it should be pronounced in some secret place so that he could find it after many years, but where no one else could ever find it. That was a clever idea, but what bothered the old sorcerer was to find a secret place. He wandered all over the saucer at the top of Mount Munch, but found no place in which to write the secret word where others might not be likely to stumble upon it. So, finally, he decided it must be written somewhere in his own house. Bini Aru had a wife named Mopsi Aru, who was famous for making fine huckleberry pies. And he had a son named Kiki Aru, who was not famous at all. He was noted for being cross and disagreeable because he was not happy. And he was not happy because he wanted to go down the mountain and visit the big world below, and his father would not let him. No one paid any attention to Kiki Aru because he didn't amount to anything anyway. Once a year, there was a festival on Mount Munch where all the high-ups attended. It was held in the center of the saucer-shaped country, and the day was given over to feasting and merrymaking. The young folks danced and sang songs, the women spread the tables with good things to eat, and the men played on musical instruments and told fairy tales. Kiki Aru usually went to these festivals with his parents, and then sat sullenly outside the circle, and would not dance or sing or even talk to the other young people. So the festival did not make him any happier than other days. And this time he told Mini Aru and Mopsi Aru that he would not go. He would rather stay at home and be unhappy all by himself, he said. And so they gladly let him stay. But after he was left alone, Kiki decided to enter his father's private room, where he was forbidden to go, and see if he could find any of the magic tools Bini Aru used to work with when he practiced sorcery. As he went in, Kiki stubbed his toe on one of the floorboards. He searched everywhere, 
but found no trace of his father's magic. All had been destroyed. Much disappointed, he started to go out again, when he stubbed his toe on the same floorboard. That set him thinking. Examining the board more closely, Kiki found it had been pried up and then nailed down again in such a manner that it was a little higher than the other boards. But why had his father taken up the board? Had he hidden some of his magic tools underneath the floor? Kiki got a chisel and pried up the board, but found nothing under it. He was just about to replace the board, when it slipped from his hand and turned over, and he saw something written on the underside of it. The light was rather dim, so he took the board to the window and examined it, and found that the writing described exactly how to pronounce the magic word.